Would you like a little more foreplay in your life? I mean, specifically brain foreplay. Well then, tune in to the most dynamic host, Dr. Rick Perea, performance psychologist to professional athletes and the stars. No failure is final and no topic is off limits. It's time to get real and get your checkup from the neck up here at Brain Foreplay on Mental Monday. Okay, people, welcome to Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Monday. I'm Dr. Rick Perea, PhD. PhD stands for piled high and deeper. No, it really doesn't. It stands for having a doctorate in philosophy with a particular interest. Mine happens to be psychology. And today we're going to talk about a topic that is cutting edge. We really haven't put terms to this psychological and emotional phenomenon, but we have now. And it is called compassion fatigue. Compassion fatigue. And essentially what it means is that many, many mental health professionals, both the neck up and the neck down, will get fatigued, will get wore out, will get burnout because they give so much. They give so much compassion. They give so much empathy, so much understanding to people, and they don't always refill their cup. You know, you've heard the saying, it's, it's hard to pour into something when your cup is empty. So we in the mental health profession, which I am in, and we are here at Think One, here in the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado, we have got constantly need to refortify and refill our cup because compassion fatigue can get the best of all of us. I'm waving my hand. I am guilty as charged. There are times when I get fatigued because I give so much on a regular basis, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And it's really interesting to understand what how compassion fatigue manifests itself because I did some research on this. The people that feel the most compassion fatigue are actually veterinarians. And veterinarians take care of animals. And if you think about why that is, like why does a vet feel more fatigue than perhaps a psychologist, a psychotherapist, a MSW, Master of Social Work, when you think about it, well, you've kind of framed like animals don't necessarily take care of themselves or they can't help themselves. We have to help them. So there's a lot of work that goes into taking care of animals, showing them compassion, the understanding, the empathy to heal their wounds, most of them physiological, because we haven't evolved to the level of treating them psychologically. Although you can send to me, Master P, Dr. P, P Wiz, P Funk, all of the above, to treat your animals. And I mean that honestly. We'll give them a lot of love here at Think One. We can even train their brain. Can we do that, Kaylee? Can we give them neural feedback? Definitely. 
Absolutely. We're, we're training animals now, dogs of neurofeedback. I'm fired up. Bring them in. Bring them in tomorrow. We'll treat your your dog. We'll give him new neural pathways um, really quickly. <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, compassion fatigue is really permeating our, our industry. And it really started to illuminate itself during COVID. COVID, we found that people were a lot of times sedentary. They were in one location, their home. Um, sometimes people who work in mental health or the healthcare industry were in hospitals, but there wasn't a lot of social interaction to you know, kind of breathe off or bleed off some of that tension or um, our ability to not feel that physiological and emotional fatigue that can come with compassion um, fatigue. And so when we think about compassion fatigue, what, what are we gonna do to help it? That's the, that's the key. And that is self-care. We think about self-care, what we're gonna do to take care of ourselves. Working out, obviously, is one, stretching, yoga, our diet, um, a really healthy lifestyle, if you will. You know, one of the things I do here at Think One is I'm, I'm a mental enhancement coach. So I coach you from the neck up. And we have a multiple, we have multitude of people who coach here and do uh, neurofeedback. But one of the things I tell my clients is that they must have a lifestyle that is process oriented, meaning they focus on process goals, not outcome goals. And when you're process oriented, you have you tend to feel less anxiety because you're not so attached to an outcome. I got I got to achieve this. I got to go here. I got to do that. No, you're focused on process, things you can control. So the same thing happens with compassion fatigue. We have to focus on self-care on a regular basis daily, not just like every Friday I do something or every Saturday is my workout day. I have found that in my practice, it's really good for me. I go to the gym five out of seven days, and then the other two days are all about self-care hot tubs, steam, massage, um, stretching. By the way, have you guys seen how powerful stretching is? It's incredible. Like there's these new assisted, uh, I was gonna say assisted living stretching, but it, it, it's assisted stretching. You can walk into this place called Stretch Zone. I just gave you a plug, so come back, give me a little love back, okay? Uh, stretch Zone and they will stretch you. They got like 20 tables in there and they'll stretch you. It's amazing what happens with brain chemistry when you stretch, when you do yoga, when you work out. So self-care is a major component of combating compassion fatigue. And my only goal today was just to illuminate that, that, that this is a phenomenon. This is something that is really permeating our, our culture and our society in mental and physiological health. And I would also say this. What about all the people that are feeling compassion fatigue in their social life, in their personal life, in their professional life, and they don't have a term for it, okay? We call that tacit knowledge, T-A-C-I-T. You always learn something here on, at Brain Foreplay. Tacit knowledge means we know it, think it, and feel it, but we don't have a name for it. So many of you are feeling compassion fatigue every day, and you haven't put a name to it people you have a name for it and that means you are wore out from giving <laughs> you're wore out from taking care of others and you're not refilling your cup I would be very gender specific to say this but I'll be gender specific okay how about that 
I, I would think a lot of females that are in the role of housewife, mother, whatever you want to say, experience compassion fatigue. I, I think that's got to be pretty common. House husbands as well. I mean, shout out to all of you. But it's people that give and give and give and don't refill their cup. I'm guilty as charged, but I'm learning more and more. I got my teammates over here encouraging me. Kaylee and Morgan, they're encouraging me every day. No, Dr. P, you need to get out of here. Kaylee said to me last week, my day off is Tuesday, theoretically, but I was still here in the office. She's like, you need to get out of here. I think she just wanted to hang out and have a party here or something. But, um, but no, really, in all seriousness, we've really got to be aware of compassion fatigue. It's a real phenomenon. It's a real construct in psychology that we're actually researching and studying. So for those of you that want more information on compassion fatigue, you can tune into this podcast because we're going to continue to talk about it. Brain foreplay where you can get your checkup from the neck up every week. Now, every week I'm going to give some kind of little riddle or a joke or sing a song. And then if you can identify it, then you'll just feel good about it. There's no prize or anything like that. Okay. So if you can identify what the name of this song in the year it was released. Here we go. Let me just sing two verses. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I'd like to say hello. Uh, to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and yellow. But first, I got to bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say up, chuck the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie. Let's rock. You don't stop. Let the mugs that'll make your body rock. Well, so far, you've heard my voice, and I've brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my woman, Morgan. Come on, Morgan, sing that song. <laughs> she said she didn't know. Anyway, people, we love you, trust you, and believe you here at Think One, where we can help train your brain. This one right here, yes. Train your brain so you can be the best version of yourself through neurofeedback, coaching, float tanks. Come check us out here in the Mile High City at Brain Foreplay, Mental Mondays. Get your checkup from the neck up. Peace out, people. Don't forget to join us next week, same place, same time, to get your checkup from the NECA, fortified by foreplay. That's brain foreplay. And please remember to subscribe to this channel wherever you get your podcasts.